Hi everyone and welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. This is the first podcast for counsellors that just don't align with the traditional approaches to business and that want to use their spiritual gifts, talents and interests to create, you guessed it, a private practice with soul. So look, leave it to me to provide you with everything you need, including strategies that you can use to increase your income, reduce your workload and of course increase inquiries and referrals to your beautiful soul-led private practice. I love it so much. If you haven't done it already, grab your journal, grab your pen and let's begin. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. My name is Dr. Brooklyn Storm, and thank you for pushing play on another episode. Um, Everything is going so, 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 so well at the moment, isn't it? I mean, aren't you just totally in love with your private practice? I know I am, and I have something um, (laughs) that I want to share with you. You know, a little while ago, I set an intention I put it out there to the universe that I wanted to reduce my one-to-one work so that I could help more people because uh, I have been resisting scaling (laughs) for what feels like the longest time but now it's just feeling like yeah I'm ready I want to work differently now and so yeah I'm setting up some things behind the scenes which you'll hear about soon but Okay, I'll tell you. Um, I'm setting up a couple of memberships and I'm so excited. Like they both launch in a couple of weeks when actually at the same time that we launch um, the doors again opening for clients on demand. So it's like super hectic here, (laughs) making all of this content, doing all these videos and trainings and learning how to use click funnels. And (laughs) it's so, oh, look, it's, it's, yeah, totally hectic, but I'm loving it. Anyway. Put the I uh, put the call out to the universe that I wanted to reduce the one to one. So anyway, as a result of that, what's been happening is, you know, I found this uh, fantastic coach and I hired her recently, and so we've been working on setting up these other things so I can scale, like these group programs and memberships and stuff like that. Uh, but also in clients on demand. I teach the people in there how to write their own copy and it's so much fun. And some of them have just done some amazing things. Like they're all at different stages because, well, you know, it's quite an intensive program and some of these uh, participants are already working two jobs and have commitments around that and they're still trying to fit in the program, which is amazing, like pure dedication. Um, But they're all at different stages of private practice and they're all at different stages with the program and anyway uh, recently some of them have been sort of you know jokingly saying hey it'd be great if you could write the copy for us and I'm saying to them well do you know what that would be fun <laughs> I would love to do that but the point of the program is to teach you how to write it yourself so that when I'm not around anymore you can feel confident knowing you know exactly Uh, the keys, like the strategy, the formula for writing your own copy. 
And anyway, um, so it's kind of been this bit of an in-joke, you know, would you do the copy for us and everything? And then uh, it came up again yesterday on the call because uh, we had our coaching calls on Mondays. And then uh, I got off the call and two people had <laughs> sent me little secret private messages saying, um, actually, you know, joking, not joking, but could you like seriously do something about <laughs> writing some copy for us? And so, you know what? I was just thinking to myself, oh my goodness. This is the universe saying to me, hey, you don't have to do the one-on-one sessions. You can uh, do this. And I wanted to share that with you because, um, and so now I'm doing it, by the way. (laughs) If you need help with your copywriting, please get in touch with me. I would love to do it for you because I really enjoy it. Um, But the point that I wanted to make was you never know like the how. It's when you're manifesting for your business when you're using these spiritual tools for your private practice, um, you all you can do is what's within your control. And that is you being able to set the intention for what you want to manifest in your business and for you taking what's called the right aligned action. So you letting the universe know hey, this is really happening. And I did that by, you know, getting this new coach and joining this new mastermind and taking this action. And now I never thought that I would be copywriting and I love it and I can't wait to get started and someone's already booked their first session and it's it's just going to be so much fun. But you never know how things are going to happen for you, okay? So the reason that I want to share this with you is because a big part of creating a private practice with soul is the ability to trust, is the ability to lean into your beliefs. And I believe for me that I'm always supported. I believe that, of course, I've got free will, but I also believe that I'm right where I need to be, that the universe always does have my back. And that's not my line that comes from Gabby Bernstein. Um, she's written a book called uh, The Universe Has Your Back. So you can go and grab that if you like. It's a good book. But anyway, I'm digressing. The thing is, for, for you to be able to create a private practice that is led by soul and that embodies soul, you have to <laughs> um, allow yourself to surrender into your beliefs otherwise it's not going to work and you're just going to have a regular practice and I know you listen to the private practice with soul podcast because you you don't want the regular practice so what I want to share with you today is um you know, a a lesson in being able to step more into the allowing space. It's that feminine energy of receiving. Um, And it's so important because I think so much of the time we default to the doing. So for example, when you're trying to attract clients, maybe you're, you know, doing videos, maybe you're doing TikTok, maybe you're doing reels, maybe you're on Instagram or Facebook and things like that. And you have your own way of doing those things and you have your own reasons for doing those things, uh, which is fine. However, there comes a like a little bit of a conflict when you're when you're realizing that what you're doing isn't working in terms of you being able to 
build connections with clients. You might be getting a lot of people view things, but no one's booking in for an appointment. No one's picking up the phone and making that call. No one's sending you the DM saying, how do I book a session? And so what happens is, you know, we get entrenched in these behaviors because there's a default story usually somewhere deep within us that says something along the lines of, and I can totally relate to this. If you listen to, I don't know if I said it on a podcast or if I wrote it in a story recently um, on my Facebook page, but um, there's this deep default within you that says, you have to work really hard and you have to do lots and lots of things and you have to be super duper busy in order to be successful. I didn't even realize that was my default for the longest time, but you know, breaking it was really hard, uh, but I haven't looked back since. So if you're someone who, I don't know, maybe you've been doing the same thing in terms of trying to get inquiries for a while and it's, it's not working, but you, you keep yourself in that cycle of, I have to do another Instagram um, story. I have to do another Facebook post. I have to write another blog. Da, 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 da. It's kind of like what Einstein said about you can't solve a problem from the same level of consciousness that it was created. So what he means by that is that you need to stop doing what you're doing in order to get a result because what you're doing isn't a vibrational match to what you're wanting. Uh, Let's say you're wanting to call in your dreamiest clients ever, your perfect for your practice client um, and you're doing all your things that you normally do and you're on this vibration but your client is on a completely different vibration. They're just not seeing your stuff. It's got nothing to do with the amount of effort. It's got nothing to do with how often you're sharing your content or you're posting, but it's got everything to do with you being a vibrational match. So here's the thing. If someone gives you some guidance. Let's say you you ask somebody, hey, what am I doing wrong? How can I fix this? I'm doing all of the things. Like I know I need to be visible in order to get clients, uh, but it's not working for me. You know, it's it's really not working for me. What, What am I doing wrong? The answer is, you know, a few things. First of all, look at your vibration and look at the vibration of your clients and see what you can do to close the gap and bring yourself to that same vibrational frequency that they're on. And that may require you to reflect, you know, to to go within and reflect because I believe, and I don't know what you think, but I believe that everything you're seeing out there in the external world when it comes to your private practice is a direct manifestation of your own past thoughts, feelings, behaviors right? So if you think, you know, this is never going to work, if you think you have to keep doing the same thing over and over and over to get a result, if, you know, all of that sort of stuff, then it's likely that your clients are in that same vibrational pattern. If you ask for guidance and you don't implement it, or you don't implement it fully, that's kind of like you will manifest clients that come to you that don't implement what you're suggesting fully, or they don't implement it at all. 
but they still want to get that same result. And there's a reason that this happens. It's and it doesn't happen consciously. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't think it happens consciously. I think it does come into your conscious awareness at some point. But I think the pattern is just so deeply ingrained. It's like a fear, fear of failing, fear of succeeding, fear of what if it doesn't work, fear of um, trying something new. And this is totally understandable because, you know, we have the masculine and, and the feminine, but we also have ego and soul. Um, and uh, ego is very, very separate to soul. They're two different things. And I think ego, I love ego. It's like having your own personal bodyguard. Like I think ego gets a bad rap, but I happen to love it because I think ego tells me when something's, um, needing investigation when something needs to be explored I think it you know it tells me um, change is about to happen or not and so even my coach that I've got now is telling me you know I need to use a different membership portal now I don't want to use a different membership portal I love member vault um, that's where all my products are, are stored and, and held and things like that I love using that but she's asking me to use a different one. And I had so much resistance to it because I didn't understand. <laughs> I didn't want to have to learn something new. I looked at the new portal she wanted me to use and it just looked like a whole other language that I had no hope whatsoever. I didn't believe in my ability to do it. I didn't believe in her ability to teach me how to do it. I didn't believe I was really going to be supported. I didn't believe my clients were going to be able to use this portal. I had all of this stuff come up, right? all like fear stuff, egoic stuff. Uh, and the way that I got through that was for me, I looked back at other things she taught me and those other things that she's taught me have all worked. That was the first thing. So I had to trust. I had to just take those experiences of although they were smaller things they weren't a big thing like this I had to look at those things and see the evidence that they worked and I'm in a mastermind group with her and although I'm not at the same like everyone's at different stages I'm not at the same stage as people who are further along than I um, and I'm more ahead than some newbies but I, I looked at other people's experiences and I could see it was working for them so doing all of that helped me build trust in her helped me build trust in her process and made me more open to wanting to make a change so for me that was how I quelled my fear um, but there are other things that we can do to tame our fear and I think understanding what's at the bottom of the fear and sometimes it's really it feels really huge like but what if this doesn't work and what if this is my last chance and it doesn't work what then so it's most of the time the fear is is quite cognitive and you can experience it in your body as well especially if it becomes you know sort of anxiety inducing and so the way that our minds and body handle that is by defaulting to familiar patterns 
even though those familiar patterns don't work. Um, they keep us safe because they're very, very predictable. Um, and when you're trying to find clients and you're using social media, what this can look like is not fully embodying the new way of uh, doing your social media, not fully embodying uh, the new way of writing content or the new way of showing up or being super hesitant about really, you know, drawing down on your message. And uh, as a result of that, we play it safe, yet we play it safe, we keep ourselves busy, we still don't see the results that we want and we feel like this big sense of frustration because we're really wanting that result. We're just so, there's something within us that's just stopping us from being able to take that next step. And, um, oh, good morning, Gabe. Gabe's just arrived, everybody. Hello, baby. How you feeling? You good? Oh, he's a good boy. He's a good boy. Love you so much. Um, yeah, he's got to have his heart medicine and his arthritis medicine now. Um, okay. So where was I? Yeah. So I think you know Rebecca Campbell has uh, drew some cards. I was going to say, obviously, it's not obvious. Um, I drew some cards before recording this podcast today to see what I could share that might be helpful. And three cards jumped out at me. One card was called Birth in a New Age. And this card specifically speaks to, you know, you're dreaming a new world into being. And I think that that's so, so, so important because that's what's happening when you're looking at breaking old patterns of connecting with your audience or connecting with your perfect for for your practice clients. And I want you to have a think about, you know, what does that mean for you? What does birthing a new age mean for you? So I'm just going to quickly, um, I can't use Rebecca Campbell's cards intuitively, but I'm just going to see if I can, um, here we are, read. She has these little uh, journal prompts and I'm just going to read them out to you for that card. So if you've got your journal, oh no, she's just got a little mantra. So I'll read the, the mantra. It says, I'm open to surrendering to the creations that are waiting to be birthed through me. May I be of service in a way that delights my mind, body and soul. Please use me, please lead me, and please show me the way. So I think this card probably came out because of what we were talking about a moment ago in terms of needing to break old patterns. And birthing a new age could mean birthing a new way, a, a new age in your private practice of how you're going to start building rapport, building those powerful connections with your perfect for you clients. The next card that came out, and this is so unusual because I was only asking for, for guidance uh, and I was hoping that one card would come out, but three did. That, but the next card that came out that I want to share with you, because uh, it will land for someone I am so sure, is the card that's called Unbound. And Unbound refers to releasing soul patterns, releasing you know, contracts and releasing other things. So with this one, uh, again, we have a little mantra. Sometimes she's got prompts that you can use, but this one is a mantra as well. But this could help you. It's on page 109 of her book from the Work Your Light deck. And it simply says, 
I release all old soul stories, vows, contracts and patterns that are no longer aligned with who I came here to be in the present time. I carry the lessons, growth and gifts, but I no longer choose to live the same story. May I be unbound, unbound, forever unbound. And she actually has a meditation. I haven't heard this meditation for years, but um, when I just read Unbound, Unbound, Forever Unbound, she has a meditation on this. Now, it's not called Unbound. I think it might even be like one of the Healing Waters meditation or it could be a Mother Mary meditation from her collection. You can go to her website and I think you might be able to download them from there. And then the third card that came out, so interesting um, because it came up like this it says birthing a new age which I'm choosing to interpret as a new age of how you want to show up in a more soul aligned way for your private practice um and again <laughs> I've picked three cards that don't have any journal prompts but they've all got mantras but anyway I'll read you the mantra for this one it says I am open to surrendering the creations that are wanting to be birthed through me May I be of service in a way that delights my mind, body and soul. Please use me, lead me and show me the way to do that. So all beautiful cards, very, very significant. It might be worthwhile, you know, taking a note of some of the key concepts or things that have popped up for you as you've been listening today. But I think the big thing is, if you're aware that it's ego that's keeping you in a pattern, you you know you you know you want this result, for example, to get more clients. You know that you need to change the way, and so you take steps to learn how to change the way that you're connecting with your soulmate client. But there's something that's stopping you from going all in. You're like big toe in the water, but you're not yet all in. You're not yet fully submerged. I want you to really sit and reflect on what it is that's getting in the way of you fully embodying, fully trusting in the process and allowing yourself to have the result that you need. The other piece of guidance that I feel would be super helpful to share with you is to really be mindful of your energy and checking in with yourself when you're creating your social posts, for example, um, or writing that blog or sending that email and ask yourself, is this energy that I'm in now uh, my sacred and divine masculine my wounded masculine my sacred and divine feminine or my wounded feminine when you're creating content you want it to be in the feminine because the feminine energy is all about building strong connections and it's all about nurturing relationships nourishing relationships inviting people in um, embracing uh, things it's about uh, movement in terms of change and that change has to start with you you can't expect to call in new clients if you're not doing what you want your new clients to do um, if you're being very very general then you're you're not speaking to your dream client 
your practice will grow the more specific you can be with your message because your message is going to be heard and your message isn't for everyone um, and that's totally okay. Brene Brown's message isn't for everyone. Tony Robbins' message isn't for everyone. Carl Jung's message isn't for everyone. Um, you know, Aaron Beck's message isn't for everyone. Carl Rogers' message isn't for everyone. It doesn't mean you're no good. It doesn't mean what you've got to share isn't any good. It just isn't for everyone. I'm not for everyone. Um, <laughs> I really, I do know that (laughs) and you know what that's totally okay like everyone's not for me either we get to choose who our people are but um have a look at you know what's going on for you where are you not trusting what is it that's stopping you from taking that step because I'll bet you anything that this is getting mirrored for your clients. If you're not trusting that things can work, you've probably got an audience out there that's not trusting you can work for them, Um, meaning your approach or your style or your product or service or whatever can work for them. And that's what you're seeing. It's two um, magnets repelling instead of attracting. The other thing too is, be mindful of whether you're in the the masculine or the feminine. Uh, The feminine energy is about receiving. So if you're sharing a lot of content and you're not receiving and you feel like all the content that you're sharing is on point and it's not general and it's speaking to your dreamiest, perfect for your practice client, I think that that's a sign for you to start looking at, uh, am I too much in the masculine at the moment am I too much in that doing 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 how can I uh, shift what I'm doing to what I'm being and how can I start to uh, embody more of that receiving energy and what would that look like for me masculine energy is about being productive feminine energy is about receiving so if you're doing all the things but you're not receiving it's that you're too focused on what you're doing and you're not spending enough time in that receiving space and that receiving space doesn't mean you've got to dance around and and things like that if that's what you want to do to move your energy great do it but the feminine energy is about filling her cup filling her cup and if you're not feeling like your cup is full find new ways to fill it um, remove yourself from social media for an afternoon um, and go and do things just for you that fill your cup whatever they might be and you will start to see changes shifts will start to happen um, and it's going to happen in divine timing because although you might have a goal of getting six referrals by Friday you have to appreciate that energetically the universe needs to rearrange things on her side first. Um, we've got to rearrange other people's stuff, um, other events, other other things that are going on in, in the community um, with other people's energies, with other people's vibrations, and that's going to take time. Your job is to take the aligned action and then wait, and it will happen for you. I'm proof that it will happen for you. Um, People in Clients on Demand are proof that it will happen for you. People in the ACPPO are proof that it will happen for you. This stuff works. um, 
and feeling stuck yourself is part of the process. You're not doing anything wrong. There's just it's just a little um, sign from source, sign from source energy, sign from the universe that it's time for you to break through. I'm going to say it's something about fear or it's something about a subconscious or limiting belief that's that's going on for you. You just need to break through that and then all of this other um, stuff is going to be able to flow through to you. So if you want a hand with any of it, of course, let me know. But I hope that this was a helpful episode to listen to and I hope you're starting to get a deeper understanding of the role of energy in private practice and the role of um, look using different spiritual frameworks to interpret what's going on for us in the business as well. So um, thank you very, very, very much for listening. And thank you to everybody who's joined the waiting list for the pop-up group. Uh, it's a little private practice pop-up group. It's on, it's free. It's on Facebook. It starts on Monday. Oh, I don't know if it's a Monday. It starts on the 30th of May. Uh, it's up for 72 hours. Uh, each day you're going to get a free resource that's super helpful for you with your private practice. You're going to get a, a training, a video recording training. Plus each day there's going to be a live Q&A with me. So I've just called it a boot camp. I'm not going to, it wouldn't be possible for me to teach you how to start your <laughs> private practice in three days, just doing a, a little boot camp. It's not about that. It's about um, here are some things that are going to be really, really helpful for you um, that I didn't have when I started that I know you're going to find super useful. <laughs> um, if you're thinking about private practice, maybe you're studying and you're looking at starting a private practice next year, still come along to this because um, you're going to get these resources and you're going to get a chance to jump on a Zoom with me and ask questions and I will do my level best to give you um, the most helpful answers I possibly can. If I don't know the answer to something, I'm going to be straight up with you and let you know that I don't know the answer and I'm going to reach out to my network and see if someone does and see if they can pop on and do a little call for us in the group and answer any other questions you might have. So yeah, come along. If you want more information about that, please send me a message on Instagram. My handle is at the private practice coach or just connect with me on Messenger. Uh, I, I'm trying to phase email out of the business. Um, I only check it once a week. So if you have something you want to send, feel free, um, but it will just take a while for you to get a reply. <laughs> um, that's why social is the best way to get in touch with me. Okay, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Have a beautiful, beautiful Wednesday and I'll talk to you again on the weekend. Bye. I hope that you loved this episode as much as I loved putting it together for you. To get more resources to help you in your private practice, head over to Instagram. My handle is at the private practice coach. And also, if you want more inquiries and referrals for your business, let me know. I have a program called Clients on Demand that opens every quarter and I can absolutely get you some information for that as well. You are doing an amazing job. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the world. Bye.